The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Just as anticipated, so much transpiring in Israel over the weekend and leading from last week. Joining us on the line now to elaborate more on what's happening out there, Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Always great to have you on board. Good to be here. I think we just need to start every week with what crazy are we going to have mm. this week and let it roll. Right. Well, as you mentioned, what crazy. And let, let's start off by saying weekend of terror. Israeli guard, patrol guard rather, is killed and a Palestinian killed. What exactly happened? Let's start the conversation there. Well, this is just horrific. Mm. This was on a Saturday afternoon in Tel Aviv, just a couple of hours before the protests which still went uh, ahead, albeit very, very uh, subdued with language and, and, and music. No music was played, uh, and there was uh, respect given to uh, Ken Amir, 42 years old, a patrol officer who was patrolling as uh, uh, part of his uh, job routine in Tel Aviv around Montefiore Street, and he noticed something suspicious uh, and, and went with several of his colleagues. It was a Palestinian terrorist from Jenin. Now you'll recall that just two months ago, Israel embarked on a precision um, counter-terror operation in Jenin, which is a hotbed of, uh, of terror activity and incitement. And he was shot and killed in the exchange of fire. The terrorist was neutralized and later died in hospital. Khen Amir was 42 years old. He was a married father of three. His family have donated his organs. Yesterday he was laid to rest on the kibbutz where he came from. And I don't think there was a dry eye in Israel as we saw his wife eulogize him and say, please teach me how to be a parent how to be a mother to our three daughters. And then we get Ben Gavir obstructing justice. The usual suspects, here we go again. What's going on with Ben Gavir? <laughs> so this is a incident that happened on Friday, which mm-hmm. we are seeing conflicting reports over. There were clashes between, uh, I, I don't want to use the word settlers because that's painting mm. a lot of people with a, a, a pejorative and it certainly doesn't apply to the entire settler movement. But there are extreme elements mm. within the settler movement that have becoming, uh, be becoming more and more and more radical and empowered and violent in recent months and they clashed with Palestinians who were throwing stones and instead of going to call now this is on the uh, uh, these are the statements coming from the IDF and from the security establishment instead of going to call security forces to, to calm the situation down they called some of their friends and comrades and open fire at uh, the Palestinians. Two Palestinians, uh, one 17 who died today as a result of wounds and one 19-year-old were killed. Now, one of the, the two that uh, were responsible for, for firing fatal shots uh, did sustain wounds and is in hospital. The other one, who has been taken into custody, is a former spokesperson for a member of Knesset from Otsme Yehudi. Mm-hmm. Now, as we know, National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gavir 
is the head of the Otsma Yehudit party. Now, while he's been accused of, um, of obstructing justice, is that he has, uh, the police are now investigating, uh, as they have to, and, and yesterday, uh, the police commissioner and several police officers actually uh, accused him of tainting the investigation, trying to get involved, trying to uh, pressurize them to, to drop any charges and, 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 and tell them what they should find in the investigation. He also mm-hmm. said that the, um, that the, the, we'll call them uh, Jewish terrorists responsible for shooting the fatal shot should be given a medal. Mm. Now, of course, uh, 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 and pictures of him show him smiling, absolutely no remorse, uh, no concern for, for what he has done, uh, and this is the kind of language we are hearing. Mm. And in the past two days, the Shabbat, this is our internal security uh, forces, this, you know, one would align them to the FBI, have cautioned Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu uh, saying that, uh, and I'm going to quote from Ronen Barr, saying that Jewish terrorism only serves to motivate more Palestinian terrorism. Today, we heard from the IDF spokesperson, Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, and he said, there is, it's terrorism, there's no other way to say it. There has also been an increase in nationalistic crime and nationalistic terror, and all it does is it spurs on more Palestinian terror. So we heard it from both the IDF and the Shabak, which has prompted several members of Knesset. I'll give you a guess which party they come from. I Michael. can't. Three guesses, no prizes. <laughs> Three cases, no prizes. Right. Uh, the, uh, members of Knesset who have accused mm. the IDF mm-hmm. and the Shabak and the police force of taking on the leftist mentality. Now, mm. I just have to say, on the record, if there's one thing I really, really hate is this pervasive blaming you are a, a leftist, you are a rightist. Because mm. I don't think that uh, all of us are so binary in our political beliefs. We might lean more right on some issues and more left on some issues. But I think, for the most part, most of us fall in the centre. Mm. Uh, but here we have an avowed far-right MK, which spurred on Prime Minister Netanyahu just a short while ago to speak to Ronen Barr, he mm-hmm. is the head of the Shinbet, right. uh, and say that uh, you know his government supports and, and that he personally, as the prime minister, supports Ronen Barr and the Shabak for the important work they do for the security of citizens around the clock. And uh, he has also lashed out at uh, coalition ministers and MKs for uh, attacking the IDF and the Shabbat and also the Air Force because we also heard from the Air Force commander earlier today uh, to say, you know, this is absolute insanity that you are attacking our pilots, our Air Force, the the very people that are, are, are keeping us safe. In fact, I'm actually going to 
to uh, read to you from Major General Tomer Bar. He is the commander of Israel's air forces, uh, and he was uh, addressing MKs and those who have been attacking the air force over some of the reservists saying they will not show for, for volunteers' uh, duty for their milieu. He says, I know how painful the gap is between what is said these days about us, the wearers of the uniform, and who we really mm. are. Uh, ask you to look around at everyone who is here today. That is the true reality. Let's not forget that most of the people cherish our work and thank us. Let's not forget that the path is clear to us as well as its righteousness. And uh, you can read into into that whatever sure. uh, you want. But um, it is on the record as a reference to certain coalition MK's criticism of reservists. Roland, let's uh, focus on the judicial uh, situation right now in Israel. Uh, the Prime Minister now told Bloomberg that the coalition will remake the judicial selection, then halt reforms. Do we believe him? Well, this is the question that Israelis are going to ask themselves. Now, I know that there are a lot of people out there that, uh, you know, get mm. upset if there's any criticism leveled towards Prime Minister Netanyahu. But, you know, the duty of us as, as journalists, and, and this is not a Hasbara session, this is a news session, is to bring you the news that is uh, uh, what is happening on the ground. And he has said that, you know, his government will... Um, his government will remake, these are his words, mm -hmm. the selection of judges. That's pretty much uh, uh, agreed uh, across the, the Israeli society that, yes, these are part of the changes that need to happen. But he said his government will halt the overhauls. Now, the problem that Israelis have is, first of all, he's not talking to us. He's doing this uh, press offensive in the United States, shoring up his base, speaking to his uh, his supporters there. He's not speaking to us Israelis. And, and Israelis are skeptical because we go back to his interview with the Wall Street Journal where he said, I will throw out the, um, uh, the override clause because I know what the Israeli public will tolerate, and they won't tolerate this. And then the very next day told his uh, cabinet meeting that he, he, he won't throw it out, he'll support a watered-down version. So Israelis are, are skeptical. Right. Uh, we shall have to see. Uh, you know, he's yeah. also somebody who said that these are, it's a very small uh, minority of people who are protesting. If you look at the protests, they're by the hundreds of thousands in different cities. Yes. Anyway, Rolene, we, I'm so sorry. We're going to have to call it off there. I was hoping to talk to you about uh, Zambia signing this big solar power deal with Israel as a feel-good. But anyway, we can leave that for another discussion. I'm sure we can catch up on that tomorrow. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel, joining us on the line to tell us exactly what is uh, continually <laughs> inspiring in that part of the world. Certainly a lot happening in Israel right now politically and from, well, conflicts going on and differences, etc.